0: I always want you to start with the question, what do my clients need? And then build your business around that in a way. And there's creative problem solving. You can get creative with how your business is structured and still serve your clients. But you need to know that kind of destination point first. You're listening to the It's a Vibe podcast, the show that'll give you the talk and tools to elevate your online business and create a brag-worthy brand experience that will turn your dream clients into raving fans. Whip up your favorite cocktail, grab a seat, and let's take a sprinkle more intentional action so that you can finally make your business the total joyride it deserves to be. Let's do this. Welcome back to It's a Vibe. Sarah here, and it is has won officially April, which... Where is this year going? Am I right? (laughs) But also, it's been a month since we have officially relaunched our rebrand of this show from the Do Good Business podcast, It's a Vibe. And I really hope you're loving it. I am truly enjoying talking about these topics. I think I mentioned in the first episode, I can talk about this stuff in my sleep, and I absolutely love it. I think it's so important. Client experience is such a powerful way to differentiate ourselves in the market and really lean into leveraging clients that we already have. I I think I touched on this a couple episodes ago too, that, and I talk about it a lot in the Elevation Lab, but we focus so much of our time, or we get stuck in this trap often, of always focusing on new clients, new clients, new clients. And that's just, one, it's more expensive to do that, but that's great. But what about the clients that have already committed to you and trust you and have invested in you and being able to focus on that is really such a powerful way to build a sustainable, long lasting business, something that's reliable and something that you're not constantly chasing and looking for more all the time. And I think that's been a big focus for myself here with Rebel Office too, is just building in those systems to I don't even know, like reliable is kind of the best word to describe it. But like this, a greater sense of security, I guess. And that's not to say that we're not focused on growth. We absolutely are. But it allows you to understand where your baseline is in your business. And that baseline is always going to continue to grow, especially when you focus on your client experience. And today specifically, I want to step away from the tool talk. We talk a lot about tools on this show. We're big, big advocates for using a CRM or a client relationship management tool. They're very important and they have this ability to give us back our time as business owners and team members of businesses and all those things. It's a very powerful vehicle to delivering client experience in a way that can be exceptional and automated. And like I say, we're a big advocate for it, but... There's also this opportunity to go beyond the tools that you're using. And the tools are the means, but what's the purpose behind it? What's the strategy? Where are you going with it? Why are you doing it? So, I really want us to look beyond the tools today and I don't want to I don't think I'll bash any tools. I'm I'm big on them. But I do want us to focus more on the strategy because before you even get to the tools, You have to start with the strategy. You have to go in with the strategic direction that you want your client experience to to take. Because if you jump in, and we're all guilty of this. I think we all do this up front, especially in the online kind of entrepreneur space. There's all this focus on, oh, this is the next kind of shiny thing. And we're always hopping tools. At least I know I did that for a long time. A lot of our clients come to us saying they've tried all these tools and nothing's been really optimized to fully... Work the way that they actually need it to. And that's because when you jump into the tools first and you don't start with strategy, then you're basically just putting a band aid fix on something. And oftentimes it's not done right. So it's not even a proper band aid. And then you end up with a client experience that you're still doing a ton of manual work for because the tool hasn't been set up properly and all those pieces. And that's why it's so important to start with the strategy. First. And what it really comes down to is the client experience in general with your clients and the experience that they have with your brand when they choose to invest in you and work with you and all of those pieces. It's really about perception. It's really about how can you make them feel as supported as possible? How can you make them feel like they are the only client on your roster? And like, they are getting not only what they were promised, but also above and beyond that. And it's where that kind of above and beyond is where you start to get into the realm of making client retention and client referrals, your top lead sources. So it's really about your intention behind them and how you act on that. So as I've said, tools are great. Because they give you more time, but what do you do with that time? And that's really where with that time, how can you lean into that support? How can you use that time effectively to lean into the perception that your clients have of you? I hope this is making sense. I talk a lot about perception as well. It's interesting in the online space and business space, marketing space, really, and building a brand experience. It's about perception or And maybe perception is not quite the right word, but it's about how your client feels that they are engaging with you or the experience that they're getting. And because experiences are so subjective, I guess that's why I lean into the word perception a little bit more. And maybe it's not the right word, but I hope it's coming across the way that I want it to. So three ways to take your client experience to the next step. I want you to think beyond your tools. So great. If you have tools in place, awesome. Good. (laughs) That's important. But if you don't, or if you do, I want you to audit your current client experience and say, okay, am I doing these three things? So the first one is to shift your mindset to a client first mindset. So of course, this is without overstepping your boundaries. Boundaries are actually there to support your clients. And I'll talk about that in a second. But what I mean by a client first mindset is how can you shift the way that you operate your business, your own mindset or approach towards your clients? How can you shift that to be more, what does my client need right now? Instead of, which I see a lot, how do I want to serve my clients? And while having both is important and we're big on freedom-based business models, huge on them, actually, it's important, but we never really want to start with that. So we never really want to say, okay, how do you want your business to be structured? And then how can you serve your clients within that? I always want you to start with the question, what do my clients need? And then build your business around that in a way, and there's creative Problem solving, you can get creative with how your business is structured and still serve your clients, but you need to know that kind of destination point first. And the point on boundaries, of course, there's you can get into this space or rabbit hole where you're serving your clients, and then they keep asking for more and more and more, and you're like, "Hey, I got to give it to them, or I need to answer them at 6 p.m. on a Friday, or they're asking for something beyond scope, and I just want them to be happy and So that's kind of the flip side of the client first method boundaries and having them are important because when you're coming with a strategy first and you've designed your offers with their transformation in mind, and you've built your client experience with their support in mind, then the boundaries that you set for that is going to make sure that one, everyone is respecting the relationship. It's mutual. And two, that you're protecting your energy so that within those boundaries, you can show up and be the best that you can be. Because if you start to burn out and you start to go above and beyond, but beyond reasonable scope to the point where you're burning yourself out, then that's not going to help anyone because then what you no longer are profitable, you go out of business and then you can't serve anyone. You know what I mean? So just a note there on boundaries, they're important to keep. But of course, your boundaries are designed, each of your offers, we talk about this in the Elevated Offers module inside the Elevation Lab, but they all have their own kind of rules or boundaries that come with them so that delivery can be optimized. So just staying within that scope. But to my first point, just being able to ask yourself, am I coming with a client first mindset? When I am looking at my client experience or when I am looking at my offer suite, am I focusing on the client transformation or am I, and truly be honest with yourself, but or am I, how do I say this nicely, being focused on myself and cashing in where I can, right? And I'll be honest, Rebel Office, we've been there. We've put things out there because we know that people would want them. And we would put offers out that just made sense for me to be able to deliver at scale. And it probably wasn't the most strategic option or long lasting option and wasn't optimized for the client's transformations. It's just something you have to be honest with yourself about. And when you can shift your mindset to a client first mindset and you start looking at everything in your business through that lens, everything shifts. And that's where you're really going to see traction a lot quicker. And your clients are going to feel that you are going to see that and experience that. And that's going to bleed through everywhere else in your business. Another way to take your client experience to that next step, thinking beyond your tools, is to build in opportunities for better communication. And these all kind of like play on each other, but they're all very important. So number one, shift your mindset to a client-first mindset. Number two, build in opportunities for better communication. Nine times out of 10, a bad client experience comes down to communication. If you think back to a client that you're like, wow, I hated working for them or any sort of, oh, that didn't quite go as well as I wanted, or, oh, I don't know why they weren't happy with the results or any of those pieces. Nine times out of 10, it comes down to communication and expectations. So if you can start to build in opportunities and look at your client experience for each of your offers and say, where can I check in more or where can I outline the timeline better or where can I what's another example? Where can I communicate my boundaries better? Oftentimes a quick kind of kickoff call going through all of those boundaries at the beginning and the timeline and the scope and just reiterating to say, this is what you get if you if this isn't what you expect, to tell me now, then that will fix a lot up front. That's a major part of onboarding. If you go back to our last episode, on the show, we talk about mistakes that we see with onboarding, and this is it. <laughs> this is 100% it. So being able to build in those opportunities to check in and not leave your clients saying, okay, what now? Or what happens next? Or what should I be doing? Or what are they doing? What did I pay them for? Then being able to get those questions and be prepared for them and be ahead of the game is really where that can happen. And going back to your tools... When you have a lot of these pieces automated, one, you can be proactive with it. So you can have a lot of this mapped out that you want to check in or do a weekly update, for example, or a monthly report, or any, it depends on your business, obviously. But when you can think ahead and be proactive and strategic about that communication, then a lot of that can be automated and you don't have to do any of it. But also with your tools, if you're automating those other pieces, you're now getting your time back to be able to have the space to communicate more. Because a lot of times we just drop the ball on communicating because we're running around like chickens with our heads cut off More we're like, I'm a mess. Things are chaotic. I'm running my business. I forgot to check in. Oh my goodness. They think I'm not doing anything or whatever it is. And when you have your tools to be able to take that off of your plate, then you can really focus on what's important. And that's just being present for your clients. And the third way is to listen to your clients and treat them like individuals. This Seems obvious. I'm sure it does. And yet we sometimes don't do it. (laughs) Really what this can look like in terms of going beyond and creating an outstanding client experience is your clients, every single one of them are individuals. They are their own human beings. They have their own interests and their own needs. And whether or not they're coming in for a kind of prepackaged offer or product from you. They still are coming in with their own experiences and perceptions and expectations. So being able to take the time, slow down, like I said, be present for your clients, lets you pay attention to what kind of customized resources they may need or any specific recommendations they may be looking to you for. Learn what makes them feel supported. This also gifting isn't necessary. I talk about this a lot, but it is a wonderful bonus ad and being a or value add and being able to also learn what your clients care about and what they like lets you personalize gifts for them. We've worked with some clients on building their client experiences. And a lot of times we say, okay, what do you want to gift? How can we automate that process for you? So you don't have to worry about it. And some are like, no, I just want a nudge or like a to-do reminder to be able to Send them something personalized. I like shopping for my clients individually because they're individual people. And that has always stuck with me. And I think it's a wonderful approach to this, but it doesn't always need to be like a physical gift. It could be books that you've read that you can recommend to them or extra resources. Or if you know you have a freebie, for example, or a paid course or something else in your business ecosystem that would benefit your clients and you're feeling called to share that because it's specific to what that client is struggling with, then do that. You don't have to do any more work and you can help them feel more supported. And each individual client that comes into your business is going to have a different way of feeling supported. So just being able to take that time, especially at the beginning to learn this and connect with your client as a human being, then... That will let you customize their support in a way that is still within those boundaries. See how all these tips are all related. They all play into each other, but they're all very, very important. And being able to dive into this, if you haven't checked out the Elevated Experience module in the lab yet, yes, it focuses on tools. Yes, it walks you through setting up your CRM, but it starts with the strategy. And if you want to help walking through and building that strategy, then definitely go check it out. Because it can really help you take that space back and go above and beyond. And if you have any questions with this, or if you want to talk through anything, if you disagree with me, agree with me, whatever it is, let's chat through it. You can message me on Instagram at Rebel Office. I'm on the other end and I just love talking about this stuff. But if you need any sort of insight about maybe potentially ways you could increase communication in your client experience, then more than happy to talk through it with you because it is just it's so important. Focusing on your client transformation, increasing communication, and being able to make your clients feel supported in their own unique way. That's it. That's it. That's all there is to it. See, it's not that complicated. Anyways, next next episode, we'll be talking about adding more strategy into your offer suite specifically. But for now, do a quick audit of your experience and I will catch you next time. Thanks for tuning into the It's a Vibe podcast with Rebel Office. Now go put on your favorite playlist and start taking that elevated intentional action. But don't forget to make the space you need and have fun working on your business because that's what it's all about after all. Until next time, cheers. Cheers.